May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. It is so wonderful to be here this morning with all of you, and especially those who are here to be with the families of children who are to be baptized. We have seven baptisms this morning at the 10 o'clock. We had one baptism at the 8 o'clock. So eight baptisms this morning. It must be something in the water. More on that in a minute. To be in the presence of these little persons on this day is to be humbled by the creativity of God. To be filled with hope and wonder for the future. As the writer of the letter of John says to us this morning, Beloved, we are God's children now. What we will be has not yet been revealed. So it is with these beautiful creatures before us. We anticipate the action of God in their and in our lives together. To be here for baptisms on this day reminds us of the joys and pains of new birth and of the profound, profound mystery of the initiation into the body of Christ, the body of Christ which stretches around the world and through the centuries. Millions, billions even, of Christians have gone through this rite together. And we join with them in this rite this morning. I was reminded of the mystery and power of baptism this summer as I read a remarkable book called Take and Eat. A Radical Conversion. Take and Eat. A Radical Conversion is the name of the book. It's a spiritual autobiography by a woman named Sarah Miles. Sarah Miles, a lesbian, a left-wing journalist, an avowed atheist, wandered one day into St. Gregory of Nyssa Episcopal Church in San Francisco for no apparent reason. It happened to be a Sunday, and it happened to be during Eucharist. And for no apparent reason, she just kind of flowed into the flow of things and found herself receiving the body of Christ, the bread of heaven, and the blood of Christ, the cup of salvation. And before she knew it, against her will and her better judgment, she found herself becoming a Christian and receiving baptism. She went on to start two food pantries at St. Gregory's, which feed hundreds of families a week, and went on to start other food pantries in the city of San Francisco. She tells the story in her book of a little girl named Sasha, who came regularly to the food pantry at St. Gregory's. Sasha came with An impatient, teenaged aunt, never with her mother. Sasha was often a bit unkempt, hair not combed. This particular day, her lip was split. 
Sarah saw Sasha this day when she was when Sarah was unloading the groceries for the food pantry that day and she looked over and she saw Sasha standing in front of the baptismal font like she was waiting for somebody Sarah saw her and said hello sweetie would you like a snack that's what you do at a food pantry and Sasha responded to Sarah by saying this is this water the water God puts on you to make you safe is this water the water God puts on you to make you safe well as you can imagine Sarah practically dropped the grocery bags right on her feet right there and really quite didn't know didn't know quite what to say and instead of saying anything immediately she began to think in her mind all the ways that the waters of baptism had made her less safe baptism had pushed her farther away from the certainties and habits of her old life it had taken her away from her family it had launched her on a mad and frustrating mission to feed hundreds even thousands of people baptism had eroded her identity as an objective journalist baptism had given her an unsettling view of just how little she knew and interestingly it yoked her together with all kinds of Christians many of whom she didn't like or even trust he knows what I mean <laughs> Sarah Miles wondered to herself how can I tell this child that this water will make her safe this child who comes to a food pantry every week once maybe twice who knows what other food bank she's going to the rest of the week who knows what her home life is like could Sarah tell this little girl this water is going to make you safe she had come to see if anything baptism signified the unavoidable reality of the cross at the heart of the Christian faith Sarah writes and I'm quoting here Baptism was not a magic charm, but a reminder of God's presence in the midst of unresolved human pain. So all this is going through her head after this little girl asks her this astonishing question. And then she says to Sasha, do you really want this water? And Sasha says, yes. I want that water and so Miles dips her hand in the water makes the sign of the cross on her forehead and takes her to one of the priests in the parish to be anointed with oil baptism is not for making us or our children safe the affirmations and renunciations these families are going to make in a few minutes are not safe things to say and the promises we all will make with these families 
in the form of the baptismal covenant are not safe things to say. In fact, they commit us to a way of life that is not safe at all. But it is good. It is holy. It is the life that God calls us to lead. Baptism is for making us good. It's for equipping us in the company of all the gathered Christian community, for equipping us to be saints, the saints that we are called to be. And we give thanks and praise to God for that honor. Welcome to all of you. Amen.